0: are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Mike Loof, host of Locked On Wildcats. You might also know me from my work at Wildcats Radio 1290, as a host on the pre and the post game show. Going to talk a lot about U of A basketball today, got some football coming up next week, but. You always hear the option about playing the hits, and this is definitely a time when we're going to play the hits. There's a lot that's been mentioned about Sean Miller, about his legacy, whether he was a good hire, whether he was a bad hire, what exactly that was. And there's a few different avenues that you could look at it if we're talking about the legacy of Coach Miller. College hoops is littered. I mean littered with one-coach schools. And by one-coach schools, I mean when you think of that program, you think of a school or you think of a coach. You don't necessarily think of a school. Let's use Georgetown, for example. Georgetown has had a ton of success over the years, but that generally only happened under John Thompson. There really was no other time. Now, again, I know you had the— you had a final four run in the uh, believe in the mid-2000s. but other than that, Georgetown was never really able to reclaim any form of or dominance. UNLV. When people think UNLV basketball, do they think UNLV basketball or do they think the reign of dominance under Jerry Tarkanian? It's probably Jerry Tarkanian. When it comes to finding a top-notch coach, it's much easier to find a coach, who is going to want to go to a program that, let's be honest, has shown that it is a program, that it has an ability to be able to make big jumps no matter who the coach is, as long as the coach is good. Whatever you think about Sean Miller, Arizona basketball is now a program. Yes. Miller hasn't gotten to a Final Four, and I think that's a huge source of frustration for a lot of different people, me included. I mean, you've been here 12 years. You had these really highly rated recruiting classes and nothing really to show for it from a point of view, at least when it comes to a Final Four appearance. But for about a six-year window under Sean Miller, Arizona basketball, again, without the Final Four, still took really a backseat next next to no program. Arizona was number one three separate years, spent six weeks one year as number one, went into the NCAA tournament four years as top six betting favorites. I mean, that right there goes to show you where this program was really viewed at. And he showed, and again, you could certainly roll your eyes at here, and we'll talk about this one a little bit in the second segment. He showed that you can recruit at an incredibly high level here. Now, you could say, well... He took advantage because the rest of the conference was down. Yes and no. UCLA was still getting players. Oregon, to a lesser extent, was still getting players. That, to me, shows that Arizona can be recruited at. Again, we'll talk about that on the other side. But right now, Arizona basketball, which still, which really hasn't been relevant now at the highest level in three to four years It's still one of the three brand names on the West Coast. Yes, Oregon has surpassed them, but as a brand, it's Arizona, UCLA, and Gonzaga. And, frankly, that's it. Sean Miller has shown that you can win here and that you can win here at a higher level. If Arizona had sucked for the last decade, you're a lot closer to the Georgetown. You're a lot closer to UNLV. You're a lot closer to those schools than being kind of that second-tier program. Again, this isn't meant to write the obituary on Sean Miller because I have no insight as to what's going to happen here. And generally, anybody that tells you they have insight is probably full of it. Pick your friends and choose wisely on this one. But Arizona is a program right now. And no matter what happens, you have to tip your cap to Sean Miller because he made it more than a one-coach school. With all the coaching turnover that has gone on in college basketball and that will go on, there's probably not a better place to go than betonline.ag if you have an idea on who that next coach is going to be at a certain school. And that's what makes betonline.ag unique, is that you can go there and it's not just your run-of-the-mill betting odds. It is different in that you can find unique aspects to basically any betting line known to man betonline.ag. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Locked On Wildcats. As always, hope you guys have a happy Friday and a fun weekend. We'll be back with you, obviously, on Monday. We just talked about how Sean Miller has contributed some very good things to University of Arizona basketball and there's really no there's no way around that. Now, there is another side to this and this is why coach Miller I think is somewhat of a polarizing figure. Arizona basketball under Lute Olson was a proud program for a multitude of reasons. First and foremost, from about 1988 to 2003, Arizona was one of the five best basketball programs in the country, period. North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, Arizona. Those are your five programs, and you can look at it by pretty much any measurement, whether it's Final Fours, consistent winning, you got a national championship mixed in there, NBA picks. And what's incredibly impressive and why this town is so proud of its basketball program is that Arizona certainly wasn't a blue blood in the way that those other four schools were. That's what made Arizona basketball unique. And under Lute Olson, it was viewed as a clean, good program. Now, sure, you had some issues. You know, Damon Stoudemire's dad gets a plane ticket. Jason Terry takes some money from an agent. But there was nothing that even remotely came close to tying back to Lute Olson. The perception was that Arizona basketball was a dominant program led by a coach who did things the right way. That is no longer the case. And as an Arizona basketball fan, it's incredibly sad to say that. But that's no longer the case. Just like with Lute, where perception perception was reality, perception is reality when it comes to Arizona basketball right now. Now. You can say nothing has ever been tied directly to Sean Miller, but Arizona basketball is viewed as a program right now that has skirted the rules. And from a local, from a national media perspective, that is a point that is beaten down time and time again. Now, in Arizona's defense, some of these charges, like the DeAndre Ayton stuff from ESPN, was essentially slander. And there's a reason that Mark Schleybach at ESPN, who broke the story, doesn't really talk about this anymore. But Book Richardson happened. And for a lot of people that were scratching their heads, wondering, man, Arizona, good basketball program for sure, but you're out recruiting every single school except Duke and Kentucky? Something doesn't quite make sense there. And when the hammer dropped you kind of saw people coming out saying, aha, I told you so. And while Arizona has had that stigma around it, there isn't really the success that you can point to. Kansas, for example, is in similar trouble with Bill Self, but Kansas still in the process, Final Fours, a national championship, all kinds of stuff in there. Elite Eights are cool. And again, Coach Miller deserves a lot of credit because you know those two teams that lost to Wisconsin in the Elite 8 those were some of the best teams in school history probably not top 5 teams in school history but certainly right up there very close but you didn't not, you didn't make the final four and for a program like Arizona basketball not making the final four in almost 20 years is something that you generally don't is something you generally don't see and it's a source of constant frustration here Factor in, too, expectations around Tucson have kind of plummeted. When I was growing up, basically, every four years, I expected that we'd be in a Final Four. And every single season, you knew that you were going to go into the tournament as a top-four seed. And a lot of times, you were going to go in as the number-one seed out West. That's really no longer the case. I peruse a lot of message boards, and there's a lot of people on there very smart but one of my frustrations, though, is how expectations for Arizona basketball have kind of gone by the wayside. People that I really respect are arguing that, well, Arizona hasn't fallen off that much because last year was a good season. Last year for Arizona basketball wasn't a good season. You finished fifth in the, a fifth in the Pac-12, which is not, as major conferences go, a very good conference. You were probably going to get into the tournament as an 8 or a 9 seed, and you're probably getting bounced in the first or second round. I don't know anybody that thought that Arizona was going to make any kind of damage in the tournament. Certainly not me. And I'm your stereotypical guy who fills out two brackets, one where I think that Arizona was going to win it, and then I go with my heart. And I'm sorry, I probably would have had Arizona going out in the first round. So expectations around this city have fallen dramatically and on top of that i think people are just kind of beat down and i can't remember a time where arizona basketball fans were really beat down even under lute Olson, when you had first round exits in three of the first in three of four years there was a frustration there there was a palpable frustration for sure but at the end of the day you still had that final four already you still had a program that was came up from the ashes, and there wasn't that sense of resignation that, oh, well, you know, we tried. Hopefully, we'll get some good recruits next year. The passion and the expectations are just not where they were even five years ago, and between that and the p- perception of cheating, that's a big black mark on the Sean Miller era and something that you really can't argue with. I'd love to sit here and say that everything's rosy and it's good, but it's really not. And it's basically impossible to say that Arizona basketball right now isn't at one of its lower points that it's been in the last 30 years. I've given you the good and the bad of the Sean Miller era. Now let's talk about what the overall legacy is. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Spent the last two segments talking about what exactly the legacy of Sean Miller is. And I laid out the good parts and quite frankly, I laid out the bad parts. And if you were to sit here and say, at the end of the day, was the hire of Sean Miller, a good hire for the university of Arizona. And I think it's impossible to sit here and say that it wasn't again, nobody is more mindful of images than me. And honestly, it kind of stinks to be honest with you that Arizona's viewed in the light. It is, but as we talked about, I think the overriding aspect is that Sean Miller made this program, a two school program. So whatever happens to him, he could be back for the next year. He could be back for the next two days. It doesn't really matter because Arizona should be able to get a pretty qualified coach to come in here. But A bigger issue that I don't think is properly looked at and why I think it's probably wise to bring Coach Miller back, at least initially, is that what coach who is a big time coach is going to sit here and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a job where I don't know what the future is. I don't know exactly what the IARP is going to come back with. I don't know exactly what I'm going to be dealing with from a scholarship, from a coaching constraint, from a travel constraint? Am I going to come in and be dealing with coach or a program that is going to welcome me with open arms, an administration that's going to welcome me with open arms? What exactly am I going to be looking at here? And I think that is a big concern if you are a coach looking at the University of Arizona job. That goes in with the tarnished part about where the program has been and exactly what we're dealing with here. But somebody's going to have to take a chance on this. But you can also take that chance knowing that Arizona is still a national brand. One of the jobs that I have for Wildcat Authority is calling recruits. And one of the recruits will all, one of the recruits inevitably will say, Hey man, you know, getting Arizona was a big offer. And when you ask them, you say, You know, what was so big about it? And they'll say something to the effect of, Well, I grew up watching Arizona or I grew up hearing my dad tell stories about Mike Bibby or Damon Stoudemire or basically this school controlling the West Coast for the longest of times. That still resonates with these kids. That's why you should be able to get a good coach. And that's why if Sean Miller hadn't happened and you would say hired, I don't know, a guy like a Kevin O'Neal to be your full-time long-term coach, 12 years – basically being in the wilderness, is not going to be the same. So you've got a program you could build into, but I think the big concern with so many different people out there is what is going to happen with Arizona basketball and what is that next step? Because the administration is stuck by Sean Miller to this point. What is going to be that next move right there? Is that next move going to be something of the effect where we, you've, we've ridden through all of this with you, Now we're going to be at a stage where we're just going to bite the bullet and move on. In my opinion, if you were going to do that, you probably should have done that a while back. But that also leads into that the administration is in somewhat of an untenable situation right now because of the way that Arizona has fallen off to a certain extent and the way that you don't really know what you're going to get from a coach perspective because most people are going to want to know what they're walking into. Are you going to ever walk into a job where somebody says, hey, dude, it's been really great here, but I can't promise you exactly what the future's going to be? Of course not, because you're listening to Locked On Wildcats and you're a smart person. So Sean Miller was a good hire for Arizona, but that narrative has changed a lot over the last five years, and I think it's something that could ultimately be the downfall. And you always hear the situation where or the question, are you better off today than you were four years ago, always in a presidential campaign? With Arizona, we might not be better off than we were four years ago, but long-term, I think the Cats are a little bit better off, and that's where I think you've got to tip your cap to Sean Miller a little bit because he showed that outside of Lute Olson, you can win at an incredibly high level. I want to thank all of you guys for listening to Locked On Wildcats, and I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll be back with you. Next Monday, breaking everything down, have a happy weekend.